Hello and welcome to The Consultants Conversations, uh, the podcast of the consultant community where we have a chat with our members about issues that affect businesses and get their point of view on how businesses can address them. Today we're speaking with David Thomas from Figure 8 Finance. Um, thanks for joining us, David. Um, and today we're going to talk about overhead. So we're going to start off with the, with a very simple question. Um, what is overhead? So over to you, David. Thanks, Andy. Um, look, overhead means different things to, to different people and the, and the man in the street, but really the, the accounting definition and the way you've got to look at it is they are all indirect costs. And to the, the man in the street, the general man, you've got to think about what are indirect costs? What, what's he talking about? Yeah. Um, look, sometimes I've heard indirect costs as being described as business burden costs, and I think that's a, a, a really good, um, you know, common common sense definition. Um, what, the way you think about overhead, these costs are, they tend to be fixed and they do not vary with your activity level. When you're thinking about direct costs, these are costs that are directly attributable. To the product or service or basically what you're doing. However, overhead, these are such things as um, accounting expenses, your rent, depreciation, insurance, pretty much general costs. They're not going to vary with the level of activity. Think of things that before you go into business, you have to get, such as your, your computer, uh, your desk, your, your premises, your electricity, your bandwidth, your mobile, you know, these are things you can't uh, avoid before you go into business. So kind of the basics that you need to do your job. Absolutely, before of... before you can start. Costs. Okay. Like, that's why I like to call them, well, I love that definition, business burden costs. Leave the accounting jargon, um, you know, to the, the pointy head such as myself. So why is understanding that so important for businesses why do people kind of really need to understand what their overhead is and how that affects their businesses well you need to know a complete idea of your cost what is your total cost um i often hear people say um well, well what what is the cost of my my job what, what is the cost of doing it and then they'll say something like well joe's on 30 bucks an hour Amanda's 80 bucks an hour and Andy's on 60 bucks an hour. And they just apply the amount of time they estimate on that that it'll take to do that job and they say how much that, that job costs me. So if they're what you'd call direct costs, a lot of people just apply that and they're pricing to their job. At the end of the day, if they apply that and they put a margin on, onto that, they get it back at the end of the day through their invoicing. They can do that all they like. At the end of the day, when it comes to 30th of June, and we're just in, in the midst of year end at the moment, people look at their, their income statements or they go to do their tax and they go, hey, hold on, why am I making a loss here? And the reason is they don't know their overhead. That's why it's important to know your overhead. The question is, did you factor in your uh, depreciation? Did you factor in your rent? Did you factor in your electricity? A lot of people will say, well, not specifically, um, or yes or no, how do they do it? And that's really the next question. 
Okay, so you, you mentioned quite a few of the different types of overhead there, but kind of what are the ones, I suppose, what are the kind of typical stock standard ones and what are also the ones that people tend to forget about and ignore? So, you know, what are the types of overhead that the businesses really need to kind of keep in their head all the time? Well, you've got fixed, um, fixed overhead, fixed costs, and these are the same amount every month. These are the things like um, rent, you know, if you work from home, mortgage payments, uh, utilities such as electricity, your insurance, good one here is workers' comp. And then you've got variable overhead. Um, variable overhead, um, they're affected by your business activity, but they're not, mm. they're not directly attributable to um, a specific job. Things like that will be um, office supplies, computer maintenance, legal expenses. Now you can understand if you've got two clients in a year, your legals aren't going to be much, if at all. Yeah. But if you've got 220 clients, you probably the chance of getting some legal expenses, say uh, you want to get a standard contract worked out or contract variation. Now that's not attributable to one specific job, but it's it's uh, occurs in the natural course of business. How do you apply that? That's a, an example of a variable overhead. And then there's stuff, you know, or there's a, a category called semi-variable overhead. Now this is an interesting one. A really good example of that um, and how that is affected by your, your level of activity is say salaried um, sales guys plus commission. Now commission will apply if that sales guy gets over a certain level of sales. Now that's not attributable to one specific job. It's attributable to his um, level, his performance over the course of time. So if he reaches that, if they, if you have two clients, you know, we go back to that example of 220 clients, yeah. bang, he hits the marker, he gets the bonus, all of a sudden he's got a 20 grand bonus. Oh, God, how do we recoup that? So you've got to think about that in your jobs. Another good example is um, a really, a really good, um, close to the bone example is <coughs> a mobile mobile phone plan. You have your standard plan, your data usage. All of a sudden, you know, one month the kids get hold of it and they're downloading a whole lot of stuff. They yeah. go over the standard limit, and all of a sudden those extra penalty rates apply. Semi-variable overhead. So there you have it. You've got fixed overhead, you've got variable overhead. And you've got semi-variable overhead. They're the three types. Okay. And you know, is there how, how does how does a business owner go about kind of you know sitting down and calculating those overheads and kind of incorporating them? What, what are kind of tips and tricks that they should be keeping in their head when they're when they're working them out? Look, uh, the way the way to start is to have a really good chart of accounts, um, and have a you don't have to be a um, a CA or an MBA to work something out like this. Structure your accounts properly. Um, things like zero, and I am the biggest fan of zero, they'll have some standard set of accounts and they'll have your indirect costs. Basically think of your um, overhead as your non-cost of sales in your profit and loss statement, your income statement. Myob, QuickBooks, they should have the same sets of standard sets of accounts, but it all comes down to that. Um, think of overhead as not directly a 
attributable to a job. That's If you get that conceptually, then you, you can work it from there. It is, I would suggest have a chat to someone who's financially trained, a good accountant before, um, but you don't need to do that ongoing. Once you have it conceptually and you set up your chart of accounts, you can work that out daily from your zero. I would suggest, I always say to my clients, you calculate this according to your budget. You can, uh, ideally, you look at it forward-looking and apply it. And I have a model where by I can, based on the, the level of activity, um, we can do a, a calculation. And look, I love my, my maths. Give it to me. I'll do a lovely quadratic equation. That's what I like doing in my spare time. Leave that to me. Pretty simple stuff. And you can apply that to your, acti your level of activity. It will be a, a, an amount. And I can predict with the, the maths on this is rock solid certain. If you get the level of activity, I can predict your profit as close to it as, as you want to do it. In terms of when you should look at your overhead, you should always come and have a look at this at a minimum of every three months. And what I would suggest people do in a best case scenario, set your budgets, you can work out your overhead, apply it to your pricing, and then review it every three months and apply it to determine whether your pricing is correct or not. Now, a good example of where you mightn't be pricing properly is um, where, where people are only pricing based on the level of direct wages. Um, I see a lot of tradesmen, particularly um, that I've dealt with, and they I will ask them, do you factor in your overhead? And a lot of them will quite confidently say, yeah, of course, sure. I say, well, what, where, how do you do that? And I say, oh, I just apply 10%. Where do you get 10% from? Oh, it's an industry standard. Now, overhead is a very specific science. It's particular to uh, the, the level of activity, but also your operating structure. Now, the guy down the street who's charging... Um, 10%, he might have a warehouse, he might have 10 vans, and he might have 200 employees. Whereas yourself, you might just be operating from home, no warehouse, and two employees. Now, he's obviously got a greater level of fixed costs that he has to apply. So, And he's worked out at 10%. There's no way that you're going to have the same operating structure as him. So if you're applying 10%, your pricing is all wrong. You can probably have it a lot less. And the inverse, and so it goes. Yeah. Oh, great, that makes a lot of sense. Um, that about wraps it up for today. Uh, do you have any kind of final thoughts or kind of key tips that you'd like to just kind of share just to finish us off? Um, look, overhead is um, something that you must apply in your pricing. If you get it right, you can, um, and the maths of it says, you can accurately predict your profit level um, for any point in time in the future based upon your level of activity. Um, it is not hard. If you uh, want to have a good look at it and uh, need some help, come and see yourself, figure eight finance, and um, we'll have a look at it. We've got quite a lot of experience with it um, from... You know, multinationals in, in 
in media, in publications, in advertising, right down to uh, yeah, sole trader, tradesmen, uh, just here on the peninsula. So it's not um, something that is only available to the top end of town. It's available to very, um, very basic of operators. Yeah. All right, great. Well, thanks very much. Well, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode of the Consultants Conversations. I know I felt I learned quite a lot from it, and I hope you guys did too. Big thanks again to David Thomas from Figure Eight Finance for coming in today and talking with us. And let's just all keep the conversation going. Thanks, everybody. Bye.